Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, the founder of Alzheimer's Speaks and your host today. And I'm thrilled that you're with us. I started Alzheimer's Speaks because my mom had dementia for 30 years and I just felt really isolated and alone and disconnected from services, products, and tools I thought had to be out there. And guess what? They are. And so what we do is we try to raise everybody's voice. If it's a person with dementia, if it's a family member, if it's a business um, if it's a city doing something, an advocate, it makes absolutely no difference whatsoever. We just want to hear what you're doing and how you can improve somebody's life who is living with dementia or for someone who is living alongside them. We are, bottom line, an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. We also help companies expand their brand footprint by leveraging our content so that they can reach the people that need their services, um, the people who need to know, like my family did. And I also want to thank our audience, because you guys have been so wonderful. You see, your likes, your clicks, your shares have gotten us acknowledged by AARP, by Oprah, Maria Shriver, Dr. Oz, and that is nothing we did. That's because you believe in the content we have and you believe that it's important for others to know about. So thank you so much because I think the only way for us to spread the word is to work together. We are so much stronger than me. And so think about also maybe being on our show because you probably have a story that somebody else needs to hear. And I would love to be able to raise awareness of your story and help everybody learn more about what it is you are doing. Now, before I introduce our guest today, I always like to give a shout out to a couple of organizations. So I just want to give a big shout out to the Alzheimer's Research and Prevention Foundation. They handle stuff basically through a holistic fashion. So diet, exercise, meditation is all up their line. They've done some really cool studies regarding meditation. Um, and they can be reached at alzheimersprevention.org. That's alzheimersprevention.org. And then I always like to give a shout out to calendar cards. And calendar cards both start with a K. Uh, and they are a memory system. And they help people live a little bit more independently. What they also do is they have created a memory cafe directory. And you can find memory cafes throughout the U.S. and they are now starting to work with companies and organizations around the world. So go ahead and um, check them out by just going to memorycafedirectory.com. That's memorycafedirectory.com to get more information regarding them. The other organization I want to give a shout out to is Maria Shriver's Women's Alzheimer's Movement. She does Move for the Mind. She is 
very, very interested in research um, regarding women, and it's a powerful work that she's doing as well. So you can find more out about her at the Women's Alzheimer's Movement.org. So with that, let me go ahead and introduce our guest today. We are really excited to have this company with us. I don't know if you've heard about them or not. Live to be Healthy is doing some really phenomenal work, and it needs to be shared, and we need your help on pushing, pushing out what they're doing. And we are lucky enough to have the, the president and founder, along with the vice president and their marketing director, with us today. So Corey Chaffee is the founder and president, and he is driven by his passion to create better senior housing experiences. He is the one that designed Live to be Healthy, which is a program that encourages seniors of all abilities to have an enjoyable and sociable opportunity while improving their, their strength and balance in a fun group setting. So, Corey, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Lori. Thank you. Well, great. I'm thrilled to have you with us today. I'm going to go ahead and introduce a couple of your sidekicks here. So, so next, I want to introduce uh, Corey's sidekick and vice president, Brian Schreifels. And Brian strongly believes in fitness and that it's a lifestyle for all ages. And he joined Live to be Healthy in 2013. So welcome, Brian. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having us, Lori. Well, I'm excited to have you with us. Thanks for taking the time out today. Next, I'm going to introduce Kelly Nygaard. And Kelly is their director of marketing. And she joined Live to be Healthy um, and their, their team about four and a half years ago. And she's passionate as well about the importance of maintaining physical, mental, and spiritual health in our lives so that we can all continue to contribute in meaningful ways with our families and our communities. So welcome, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks, Lori. Well, good. I am going to start out asking each of you the same question, and I'm going to start with Corey. And that is, um, have you been personally touched by dementia within your own family system? Actually, that's a really good question, Lauren. Um, and that's why this company started, to be honest with you. I, uh, I had two grandparents that had dementia, especially when I was in grade school. They were in their 90s. And, and I volunteered at the local nursing home to bring fresh water to all the residents. And uh, they were living there, and I wanted to get to know them a little bit better. And so um, uh, these two grandparents, I got to know them better. I got to know everybody else there uh, a lot better as well. And, uh, and here we are today with Live to be Healthy, uh, primarily because of that reason. Okay, great. Thank you. Brian, how about you? Did you have any, any family or friends close to you with dementia? Actually, we're blessed and do not have dementia in our family. But through what we do at Live to be Healthy... We do classes in memory care, as you know, and I've had exposure that way. Okay. I see the wonderful benefits that we uh, exercise can be for those folks that have dementia. Great. Thank you. You are one of the lucky ones, that's for sure. Kelly, how about you? You know, I guess I'm one of the lucky ones, too, if you put it that way, because I don't have any experience directly with dementia in my family either. Okay. Uh, my experience all been through my position at Live to be Healthy. 
Okay, <clears throat> well that is very unusual, especially to have two people um, on one one interview that happened. So good for you guys. Well, maybe maybe you're onto something with all of this uh, physical exercise and social engagement and, and gaining strength. So thank you for sharing that. I'm going to go to Corey now and and ask you, Corey, if you can just give our audience a, a little better knowledge about the history of Live to Be Healthy. What exactly is it, and, and what are you offering people? Like I mentioned a little earlier. I had two grandparents that lived in a nursing home. And, and when you're a young kid, all you want to do is play. And when we, when I was volunteering, bring, bringing fresh water to the residents that lived there, I noticed that there weren't a, a lot of people being very active there. And so uh, as I grew up, I, I liked helping people uh, in the physical realm. And, and so I, I graduated uh, uh, being a personal trainer with physical exercise in college. And also right after college, I worked in all different health club scenes. And what I found out was that I really liked working with seniors. You can still see phenomenal results with seniors um, when it comes to strength and endurance. And I noticed there wasn't anything out there that was proven for seniors primarily living inside a senior living community. And so in 2006, I had the, uh, I was laying, <laughs> I was laying in bed thinking what I could do to help the, the seniors a little bit better when it comes to exercise. And it, it kind of struck me that night to where um, I just go to them, go to where they live. So there are no excuses. They can they can walk down the hall and, and join our exercise class. So in 2006, the idea was there, but we didn't start the program until about 2008. And uh, I just wanted to have a, a, a proven, customizable exercise programs for seniors that lived inside of these senior living communities. And it all comes back to uh, the whole idea when I was in grade school, when I was at the, the, the local nursing home bringing fresh, fresh water to the seniors that live there. That's interesting. I, I think it it's, would be very interesting for most people to go back and look at five-year increments in their lives because what happens to us when we're very young does have some pretty powerful impacts and, and makes a lot of sense in terms of what we're doing today. And I don't, I think that's something that we overlook a lot. First, I want to thank you for for what you're doing because I think it's a great need and of great benefit. So um, kudos to you for following your heart and, and putting those pieces of the puzzle together. Now, Brian, I know, you know, with you have some great understanding of some exciting numbers that are, I think our listeners are going to want regarding Live to be Healthy. Can you share that with us, please? We uh, take participation. We do testing. Um, we do a baseline test. And we test two times a year. From this data that we've collected over the years, we've taken a closer look at length of stay or length of time that a participant is in a community. And here's what we've learned. If you take a look at the national average for assisted living, it's national average is 22 months. And if we take a look at our data, those communities that have been with us two years or longer, the average length of stay is 32.73 months, which is really exciting because that what that's telling us is the folks that have been participating in our program stay an average of 10 months longer, which is really cool. So that's, that's great for the resident, the participant. That's awesome for the family. That's awesome for the community. So it makes really good business sense. Uh, live to be healthy makes really good business sense. The length of stay also for memory care is pretty interesting too. Communities that, uh, memory care communities that have been with us two years or longer are with, have an average length of stay of 29.8. So it's, it's, it's wonderful news. It, it means that this hard work, the exercise, the things that the, uh, the residents are doing, the participants in our class, 
is is um, helping them stay there longer, healthier, longer life. Fantastic. That is great news. Now, Corey, I'm going to throw this next one back to you because when we were talking offline, you had mentioned that your program was, was based on muscle confusion. So what exactly does that mean? And, and how does Live to Be Healthy work with that? That's a great question, Lori. Actually, when you confuse or you're, when you change your routine up periodically or all of the time, you're shocking your muscle to grow. And what I mean by that is when you change up your your exercises, types of exercises, your rest for the exercises, rest periods, any of those things, when you change them up, when, when you're exercising, you don't plateau nearly as much. We all have heard that word plateau and we don't like it, especially when we're working hard and trying to see changes in our body. And so for me, what we wanted to do with these seniors is to not have them be bored for one, because when you're changing up, you're always making it interesting for them. But also at the same time, the selfish part of, of us is that we want to see changes in the residents when we test them. Because we test the residents in their balance, upper body strength, lower body strength, and, and flexibility every six months. And so for us, with our trainers, they change up the routine every day that they're there to see the residents with the classes. And so really, they're shocking the muscle to grow. So when we do see the test results, we see great results that follow up with it question on that with people who are memory impaired how does that work when they're when things are changed up do you, do you see a difference or is it new to them every every time so it really doesn't make a difference I will say Lori uh, nowadays there are many many studies out there that show that uh, resistance exercising so what I mean by that is anything with resistance if you're using uh, dumbbells barbells uh, you know band resistant bands and things like that is that people that have dementia or uh, people that are leaning in that direction, they're actually starting to get their memory back a little, a little bit better uh, by doing resistance exercising. And that's actually coming from independent studies that are out there. Well, that's interesting. I had not, I had not heard that. So thanks for sharing that with us. I'm sure there's some listeners that'll want to dig a little deeper into that. Brian, I'm going to throw this next one to you. Now, Live to be Healthy uses certified personal trainers, but what exactly does that mean? What are, what are people certified in? All of our trainers, they have to have a certification, carry a certification. They can have one of or multiple of 30 plus different types of certifications like national or NASM and the National Personal Training Institute, ACE, as well as CPR and AED. Um, or they could have a, a degree in exercise science. Uh, we require that they have uh, a certification, and generally every two years they have to they have to be taking either continuing ed or renew uh, a certification like uh, CPR or AEID. A, I'm sorry, AED. That's one of the things that we require of our trainers. They have to have that certification. Do you have a minimum years that they have to be certified, or is it individualized? through your interview process? Well, it, it's, um, it's a certification, and they have to, to keep it current, they have to take continue to continue in ed classes. They come to us with that certification. And then we have a uh, Live to be Healthy personal tra our trainer website where they can go in and, and um, put together a class, uh, lay out their class and how they want to do that their Live to be Healthy class that particular day. 
we have that websites also designed so that they can come in and follow, make sure that they're following our protocols. We got a lot of really great information for our trainers. Now you guys do what's called memory care classes. Can you explain how those are different? Yes, we do memory care classes, as you mentioned, but we also do um, assisted living, mem- uh, skilled nursing, independent, co-op, uh, community senior centers, adult daycare. How that, how it differs is, is each class is actually customized to that group. So if we come into a community, we might have in that group 15 people that are fully ambulatory. We might have five in wheelchairs and three that use walkers. So what we do is adjust that class and use different progressions. So that typical class, we might have 15 people that are standing. We might have five people in a wheelchair. We might have three people that are using a walker. So the trainers know how, through different progressions, to work with that group. Some of those folks during a particular exercise might be standing, where others might be sitting. But we have different progressions to help. And we do the same thing with memory care. Okay, great. Um, Corey, I think you had something you wanted to add. Sure. I mean, with memory care, there is a little adjustment to it compared to the other classes, where it might be a little bit more of a one-on-one with a trainer, with an individual compared to in an assisted living or independent living community where you're, you're there with the whole group and you're doing the whole group exercises, but with the memory care, you might help you know, the individuals a little bit more one-on-one, do more ball exercises with them just to keep them more occupied with something. And so for me, I, I, when I'm teaching the memory care classes, it's, it seems like it's more um, you know, working with one-on-one inside of the group setting where you might concentrate a little bit more with this person and that person compared to with an assisted living community. Um, Brian, anything you want to add to that? I think that really is, I think that's an important factor to understand that we have the ability not only to customize a class to the group, because each community is different, each lifestyle is different, but we also have the ability to bring it down to that individual. Great. Kelly, I have to get to you because I haven't talked to you yet. Any comments that you want to make on the uh, the questions that uh, Brian and Corey have discussed already? I guess not. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but when Brian was talking to you about the certifications and such that our trainers have. When he mentioned that we have a website, we've also started, because we're a nationwide company, we've also started send out a newsletter every week to the trainers so we can communicate company-wide things so that they know if we've changed a protocol or if they know that we've added some things to the website. We're really trying to keep in very close contact with our trainers all the time so that they're not out on their own, so that they're all providing the same level of service from California down to Louisiana, up to Minnesota. It doesn't matter where you're at, you should be getting the same high quality class. Okay, great. Um, That was one of the things I wanted to um, talk to you about was the personal trainers within the communities and what what do you see them offering that that others don't? Well, for one thing, our train the trainers that we have are all certified, which we already we already discussed. A lot of times, the communities will have programs set up and going, but they're being taught by used to be video, but they also have some activity coordinators and other people who aren't necessarily 100% qualified to be teaching the classes. And so that I think that makes a big difference for us. But we also as Brian had mentioned, we do a lot of 
uh, testing. Every six months we do testing of upper body, lower body, uh, balance and flexibility. And we, we have a whole computer database that we enter all of that information in and we can provide back to the community exactly what type of benefits people are having or are getting through our classes. We can also use that to communicate with the families of the community or with the residents too. If somebody had, uh, say, noticed an issue that maybe somebody was performing differently than they had been three or four months ago, and where is that difference coming from, our trainers can track that information through our participation in testing which an individual trainer isn't going to be equipped to be able to do. And then the other thing that we do is we do all of the marketing. We help the communities to market their uh, Live to Be Healthy fitness classes because we always invite the public into our classes. There are a few of the communities that we're in that don't allow outside participation, but the majority of our communities do encourage outside participation. So particularly in some of the smaller communities across the country. It's awesome to have a free fitness class taught by a certified personal trainer that uh, residents from outside the community can come in and participate in. Corey, I think you also had something that you wanted to chime in on there. I feel Kelly did a great job explaining that. I just want to go back to how important it is to have a certified personal trainer leading these classes. You know, it's, it's our program is not a one-size-fits-all, like Brian was, was saying a little earlier. I just feel that it's, it's quite odd to have a person leading a class that is not certified in doing this with more of a fragile population, you know, where the certified trainers are trained to actually know the different exercises and the progressions for these seniors because everybody's different inside of these locations. Like Brian was, was stating earlier, you know, we have people that are in wheelchairs. We have people using walkers and people that are fully ambulatory in one class. And so if it's a one-size-fits-all where normally, say, an activity director would, would teach the class, they wouldn't know the different progressions for each lifestyle that's in the class. And so for us, we want to see changes in all three different lifestyles that I just ex explained to you, not just one specific lifestyle. And that's why... I, these trainers are trained to have different progressions for each exercise. So it can challenge a person that's in a wheelchair, a person using a walker, and a person that's fully ambulatory. So then basically what my understanding is from what you're saying is that the trainers are able to modify to individual needs within the group. Is that is that correct? Correct. And um, Corey, one of the things um, that Kelly had mentioned was that you're outside of Minnesota. Um, how many how many communities are you working with at this point, and in what locations are they in? We're in over 250 communities within 12 states. Wonderful, that's great. This program was actually just to be for me to do. So mm -hmm. back in 2008, when I actually started the program, it was just for me to be able to go into maybe a handful of locations and have a great time with these seniors and seeing a lot of changes with them. And what happened though was when when we would be doing these these tests on the residents, again with their balance, upper body strength, lower body strength and flexibility, the numbers were pretty phenomenal. They're off the off the charts. And so the owners of the community would tell me, Corey, don't be selfish, get this out there so more seniors can take advantage of it. And so after um, a good amount of communities that came on board, 
I did what they were saying. And in 2010, I decided to franchise the company so more seniors could take advantage of it, not just where I live, but throughout the, the United States. Well, that's fantastic. That's uh, quite the, uh, the reference, you know, when you've got people that are saying, hey, this needs to get to my competitors too. <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's a pretty big statement there. Um, Kelly, is there anything else that you wanted to, to add to the conversation? You know, the only thing that I can think of is I know that you uh, are really active, Lori, with memory care cafes, and we want to be sure that the people who are attending these know that they are welcome to participate in any of our fitness classes in any community in their area, along with their caregiver, too. Okay, yeah, and you might want to reach out to Dave. Um, just go to memorycafe.com. He does a, a regular newsletter, and maybe maybe Live to be Healthy is something that he'd be willing to feature to let them know about. Some memory cafes, like the ones that I do, we are pretty much conversational-based, and we're just really a group of friends that get together. That's what it's become. <laughs> But others do some physical activities, some do arts. Um, there's all different types of ways to, to make a memory cafe work. And every area is a little, little bit different. But this might be a really nice fit for some. And so I would recommend um, reaching out to Dave because he has that, that list or that email blast. Because uh, there's over 500 of them now in the U.S., and he also has uh, is developing lists for out, out of our country as well for that. But um, starting with, with national might make sense or even doing an ad on his, his site might be something to just stay, uh, stay present with all of them because if people check in routinely with that and you know, maybe they'll start asking their communities from memory care and assisted living, hey, have you heard of this? You know, maybe they can be your little foot soldiers out there. Thank you. Brian, how about you? Anything we missed that you'd like to like to chime in on? I think a big point of, to kind of jump off of what Kelly said, um, we invite folks to, from the outside, that is part of the marketing that we do, whether it's through a press release, a postcard, or some type of flyer reaching out to the broader community. We do invite people from the outside community, senior community, to attend our class, to, con to attend the community's class. And it's a wonderful way to, um, to meet new people. It's a great way to get a sense of what that community is all about, that senior community. So I guess I would just really encourage people, uh, seniors out there that are looking for a great exercise class, a fitness class, to come check out Live to Be Healthy. Check it. Check out their local community. Wonderful. Thank you so much for taking time to be with us, Brian and Kelly. Um, Corey, anything you would like to add in wrapping up? You know, last thing is these classes are for seniors. They were made for seniors. They don't have to feel embarrassed for coming. I know that uh, some seniors don't like going to health clubs and places like that to exercise. So these, this is made strictly for seniors, and we just hope as many seniors do take advantage of it as, as possible. And that's why we do offer it to people that do not live inside of the community, the senior community, but they can actually come through those doors and participate in the classes inside of the senior community if it's somewhere near them. Well, and what's so nice about that, I would think it's kind of a feeder system for the communities. It's a way for um, a people outside their individual, you know, assisted living or memory care to find out about them and then to offer it as a free service 
to boot is really a win-win for everyone in terms of getting that conversation going and letting them know that that this particular assisted living or memory care you know cares about um, not only its residents but the general population and is trying to improve life so you know for them it's a it's a great marketing theme and um, one that that to me really comes from the heart in terms of of saying we want to make the world a, a better place. Corey, go ahead. I think you had a, another comment. You no, know, we have a lot of people that do participate from the local community, you know, the, the, the town that we are in. And it, it can be very confusing for seniors or the family members where if they're starting to think about looking to live inside of one of these communities, there's a tremendous amount of them all around them, but they don't know which one would fit them the best. And so if they can test out a community by going there three days a week to exercise with our class. They can get to know the staff and the residents and see if this is a, a location for them to possibly live in or their parents or loved ones to live in. I mean, we have a lot of testimonies that say this very same thing that we're talking about, that it, it's helped them decide where their loved one or where they're going to be living. And so you never know where people are at when they're talking about their loved one that they should be living inside of a senior community. It could be at a holiday celebration. It could be at a birthday party. And then next thing you know, somebody says, yeah, I've been exercising at this local senior living community. It's wonderful. That is probably the best um, marketing a person could ever have is, is from somebody else, not maybe a marketing person at the community, but from actually somebody else that partakes the class. I totally agree. You know, I sold re uh, residential real estate for 25 years and I, my specialty was the senior market. So I helped people transition a lot. And it was always great to be able to get them to walk in the door and see and feel what a community is really like, because there's still a lot of stigmas out there. Um, it's something that people look at as it's end of life only, and there's so much living and joy that are that's going on in these communities, and great resources, and and wonderful staff, and social interaction that is so critical. And so this this gives people a, a an excuse to kind of check things out before they're ready. What I always tell people too is you know don't just think about it for yourself. You know it could be a friend or a family member that needs a service way before you do, but this way you have knowledge. And so part of it is we have to break down that fear factor and kind of kick it to the curb and say, you know, it's, it's just good to expand my horizons. It's good to expand my knowledge base. It's good to expand my friendship and, and really be able to carry me forward with being more knowledgeable and um, having a, a higher comfort level. Um, Corey, go ahead. Imagine if you were the owner of a senior living community and you had test results that showed that the residents that took the class that you had inside of your location, inside of your building, increased their balance by 100% or 50% or 20 or 150%. Would you want to hide those numbers or would you want to tell everybody walking through that door? And now let's, let's take it a step further. Now let's say you are a family member looking for a place for a loved one. And now you walk through that front door and this senior community is highlighting the fact that they have an exercise program that people taking it, they increase their balance by 20%, 50%, 100%. Now you can visualize 
that your loved one could possibly get better while living there. You know, so it's a win-win situation all, all across the board. Well, and the other thing that, again, you had mentioned that's nice is, you know, a, it, it reduces the, the company's liability, you know, when they are reducing falls. And the states are all over falls and balance, watching that really, really closely. But we know when a senior falls, the recovery isn't as quick as, you know, it was when somebody was younger and that complications can arise. And so that's a, that's a really important piece. And then to be able to have not just the statistics, but people having conversations and being able to have um, pictures and videos of people having a, a fun social engagement while doing all of this to boot. I think you know, you're able to come from so many different sensory modes um, to intact that this, hey, this is a good thing. This is a good thing for me. You know, this isn't about being old. This is just about living life well and still participating um, and and being able to make friends and able to gain strength and, and widen my, my horizons and, and um, live to be healthy, you know, just exemplifies their ability to to partake in that. And so I, I thank you for that. I think it's something that a lot of times people think as they get older, they can't do anymore. Or if they have memory loss, oh, they can't follow those instructions. Well, you know, I know with my own mom with dementia, yeah, maybe she couldn't follow the directions. Perfect. But she's still moving. You know, she's still, she's still participating. She's still getting benefits, even if it's not perfect. And, you know, most of us don't do everything perfect, you know, most of our day anyways, if we're honest. And so just becoming more, more accepting with that. Um, I'll just uh, ask everybody one more time if there's anything else that, that you'd like to add before we, before we wrap up here, Kelly. Uh, you know, when you were mentioning about the falls, uh, I remember I, we went out of, about two years ago, we went out to a, a community in Richfield, and the activity director pointed out a lady, and she said, that lady just fell two weeks ago, and she's back in her exercise class, and we totally believe that the reason she didn't have such a bad injury and was able to recover more quickly is because she's a regular attendee of these classes. I think that's amazing. That's what we're looking for. But you're, you're so right. Those are perfect examples of helping the body being able to recover and heal faster. And then also for her, probably um, realizing how important it is to get back into the swing of things, to keep building that muscle up, um, to avoid that, because that's usually a pretty um, healthy conversation that the doctors will have with somebody once there's a fall in terms of getting active and staying active. So, Brian, anything else you wanted to add? I think we're good, Lori. I want to thank you for having us on your show, and I, we love the work that you're doing. Thank you. Well, thank you. Corey, anything else from you? Ditto from Brian. I really appreciate uh, you doing this, Lori. Uh, you do a great job. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you. Now, to get a hold of Live to Be Healthy, you can go to their website. They have lots of great information there, and that's just live and then the number two and then the letter B, healthy.com. Live, the number two, B, um, just the letter, and then healthy.com. And then they have a class schedule, too, that you can check out, and that is 
um, posted on the radio page and the blog page as well. And also there is direct contact information for Corey, Brian, and Kelly that you can, uh, that you can get. Um, all three have been uh, nice enough to give both phone numbers and email addresses. So please reach out to them if you are an individual looking for a Live to Be Healthy program in your area. They'll be able to point you in the right direction. Or better yet, if you're a community interested, please reach out to them to learn more about this program and how it can benefit not just your residents. Um, in your community, but uh, the greater community at large. And I, I just, again, I, I think it's a, a wonderful program that, that really takes the, the holistic approach to, to wellness. And I think that this is a very, very important piece um, that has been missing. And it's, it's nice to see someone who is really, you know, a company that is so dedicated to changing this up and really being able to build on strength building and safety because they are certified. And, you know, I know myself, I don't, I don't know the right ways and the wrong ways or the better ways for me to be able to, to build that strength. I can see what somebody else is doing, but I can also see as I'm, as I'm aging that what my friend can do, maybe I can't do, you know, and I may need it in a little different fashion. And, and this company says, that's okay, we can still help you. <laughs> you know, we want you to come out. Again, um, please check out Live to be Healthy. And um, I, I think you'll be amazed at uh, what results you'll be able to, to get with working with them. In closing, I want to just give a shout out to the gals at Dementia Raw. I just totally love uh, Kathy and Tammy. They just do some wonderful work. And they are now um, offering a program that is brand new, rolling out to training caregivers. So it's not just staff training anymore, though uh, they do have that through their Silver Dawn Training Institute. And they are very fun. I went through their program. Uh, it was a couple day program where they do a lot of improv. They do a lot of um, just real life situations and they stretch your mind, your heart, and your soul to just look at servicing and interacting with a person with dementia a little bit different. So thanks again, everybody. And um, we will talk with you all soon. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay. And I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds, someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.